It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue, keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Actual speed vary and not guaranteed. Everybody, this is Stan Wangland. You know who I am, I think, uh, if this is more than your first time on the show. And and uh, this is the people under the stairs. And this is the part of the show when uh, I'm usually going, Paul, Paul. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm calling out for my co-host, PJ, Paul James Caden. You know, he's the he's my better half on the people under the stairs, but Paul is on vacation. He's in the Outer Banks with his lovely wife and daughter and family members. And of course, Satan, (laughs) kind of get Satan in for him on every show. But in Paul's place today, I think, uh, I don't know if he's actually going to come back and actually, if we're going to let him do the show again, because we have somebody who's great to do the show today. She has her own show. She's been a guest on her show, and I hope she comes and does more guest hosting and more guest spots on her show. You, you got to listen to her show. It's called Paranormal Heart. 
Radio, and it's Kat Ward. I, I think she's around here someplace. She, Kat, oh Kat, <laughs> Stan, Stan, yes. is that you, Stan? That's me. Hey, how's it going? Well, I'm in the middle of <laughs> all kinds of storms here. I in, hear in New York, like tornadoes and flooding and all kinds of crazy things like that so it's you know you, you can't hear the booms and kabooms or anything else like that right now but it's kind of the perfect weather for spooky stuff but for some reason when i'm with you and i'm with paul probably with anybody else i really can't get spooky enough but uh, maybe you can help me out today and get spooky how the heck are you doing thanks for joining us as a guest host today Oh, thanks so much for asking me. I was uh, pleasantly surprised when you messaged me the other day, and I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds like fun." Oh wow! I, I you know, I I'll tell you the truth. Uh, uh, the producer of the show loved loved the uh, spot that we did with you, uh, and uh, I think even uh, sent you a note or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and, and yeah. So great job. That made my day. Well, you you you're really good, and uh, you know a lot of the people on your show. I mean, everybody on your show has been wonderful. Some of the people are, you know, everybody has their favorites. Some of the people are really exceptional. Um, you know, I uh, just to let I like to take a couple of minutes on the show if you don't mind, Cat, to to of kind course. of talk, talk other people's shows up when they're really good. Your show, Paranormal Heart, and Par- is Paranormal Heart Radio, also right? Uh, just Paranormal Heart. Okay, Paranormal Heart, and, and before the show ends, Cat uh, will certainly you know plug her show and tell you how to get in touch with it or find it on all the platforms or whatever. But you have a great show and you have great guests. Thank you. And uh, some of the people that I've heard on there, like uh, Steve from 13 Past Midnight and Dixie Cryptoid, is that his name? Cryptid. Cryptid? Dixie Cryptid, yep. Yeah, another guy, fascinating guy. You got, uh, you've, I, I think you've had Jim Maller on your show. Yes, I did. Yeah, I've listened to his shows quite a bit. Very interesting dude. He is. You know? I've known I've known Jim for a few years. Yeah. And and I hope as you come on this show more, or people listen to your show, people who are out there that uh, like to really get into something uh, where they listen to really interesting and knowledgeable people uh, about the paranormal and, uh, you know, other things that are related to that, check out Cat's show. And check out these other people, uh, you know, the 13 Past Midnight, Jim Allen Show, uh, Dixie Cryptid, uh, you know, those kind of folks. And there'll be other links on their shows with other people to get uh, in touch with. Because at the very least, even if you don't believe in that stuff, uh, they're interesting people. They're sincere, authentic people. You know, uh, this isn't the type of show when, uh, uh, you know, if Paul was here, I, the thing I love doing the show with the paranormal is I'm a highly trained scientist for real. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm a skeptic with things that are uh, in science and things that are paranormal, but it's never disrespectful when you're on the show and a person comes on and they say, hey, man, they, you know, they saw a flying saucer, man. My, my idea is it's not about proving that. It's tell us your story. Yeah, exactly. Let the, let the audience uh, hear that and uh, all that kind of stuff. It's, it, you know, it's people come up with some. I've had some wild experiences that don't make any sense whatsoever by conventional science and 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 i know i've had them i've seen them i've observed them yeah and and i'll have you on the show later on during the year and you'll talk about it i'm looking forward to it well thank you and uh you know it's 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 like it's just good stuff so these are good people and again um listen to cat's show if you're a smart person because uh, she is a wonderful interviewer she's a wonderful guest 
on the show. And uh, you were on our show last time, and we had a lot of positive response, uh, responses to you because oh, you, were talk- you were talking about uh, one of the shadow people that was, uh, what, the hat man? Yeah, the hat man. Yes, the hat man. <laughs> Who can scare the bejesus out of you? Hat <laughs> man. <laughs> I, I didn't have a good rhyme for that one yet. I haven't had dinner yet. <laughs> but uh, if you haven't heard that show, listen to it because you know you're a very uh, reputable person in Thank my you. mind, and uh, you know you're you're not a kook or not, uh, <laughs> that I know of. You know, I know I'm a kook, but my not. family may disagree. <laughs> I, yes, I can say, but uh, you know. It, th- th- those are very fascinating stories. And today, uh, on today's show, for those of you who might be joining us for the first time, you know, we usually pick fascinating topics or, you know, uh, you, you know, maybe have a guest or two that, that has had some fascinating things. And, you know, we're definitely in the works for a lot of other things. But uh, I wanted and I asked Kat. Uh, if when she came on the show, my good buddy Jeff Johnson uh, came on the show, who used to be a paranormal investigator, and we talked a little bit about that on the show, and and um, we just didn't get enough information from him on it. It was a great show, but Cat uh, is a paranormal investigator, and um, I, I I wanted to do a show with you on that. And I asked that to to Kat, if if we could get this show and to kind of talk about the trials and tribulations, uh, you know, of paranormal investigating. And I know if we start this conversation today, we're going to run out of time and you'll have to come on again. And I'd like to periodically hear more about it and other things. If you don't mind coming back, you've already been on the show before. So I'll always use a cheap and lousy way to kind of steal you to come back to the show. I don't mind at all. Well, thank you. Could you could you tell the listening audience, uh, you know, and for me as well, I mean, uh, what is it, how did you get involved in paranormal investigating and what's the process to that? Uh, like, what do you guys do or how does that work for you? Well, first of all, I just have to apologize. I had a tooth removed a couple of days ago and I have a plate and I feel like I'm really talking like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still getting used to it. So um, I'm really um, a little self-conscious, but I'm trying to talk more so I can get used to it. But um, uh, no, the, I live in the Ottawa Valley in uh, Ontario, Canada, originally from the east coast of Canada, New Brunswick. And we moved here and I've always been fascinated by the paranormal because no matter where you go in the world, no matter what culture, what religion, everybody has some kind of a paranormal um, experience or story. Or And it to me, that really fascinates me. And I've had paranormal experiences myself, and I'm very inquisitive. I'm, you know, the cat. You know, I'm, I'm really um, curious. And um, a few years ago, a friend of mine messaged me on Facebook and said, there's this lady. Um, she wants to start up a paranormal investigative team. And she's just asking people if they're interested to contact her. So I contacted uh, her name's Katie Turner, and she has um, a team called Canadian Supernatural Research Society, or CS. Oh, geez. <laughs> See, yeah, Canadian Supernatural Research Society. Yeah, I, I, my brain kind of fogged up there for a sec, but um, um, so I messaged her and said that I was very interested. So she was meeting people who wanted to join the team at a local coffee shop. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to go meet them. And, uh, it's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. 
and it's attacking your peace of mind. <sighs> it's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I, I think the majority of the people that we first met, I think we're all still team members. I mean, we might have lost one or two. Yeah, we've lost maybe three, but there's about, I don't know, six or seven people on the team. And uh, we just started investigating. And, and at first, it was almost like what we wanted to do was try and find evidence as to what's on the other side, what's causing all these paranormal experiences that people are, are mm -hmm. claiming to have. And now it's more this is fascinating. We just want to gather the evidence. We don't want to prove ghosts exist or anything because now we know with, with our own experiences, we know something's going on. So we're not trying to prove it to ourselves or anyone else anymore. Right. We just want to try and gather um, the, the evidence because it's still very, very fascinating as to why people are experiencing this. And, you know, it could be their imagination. It could be um, infrasound. It could be actually some being from another realm trying to contact us or whatever mm -hmm. but people are actually having these experiences and it's so fascinating to me and like i said mm -hmm. we just want to gather the information and go over it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so so you met the people in the coffee shop and mm -hmm. uh it, it, it sounds like it started with about 10 or 11 people yeah maybe about that yeah and now you're down to about six or seven yeah yeah. Now, now, how often do you meet? Oh, we used to meet quite a quite a bit in the beginning, but with everybody's, you know, real life gets in the way with uh, work and yes. families and everything, so we don't get to meet as often. Um, I had to move away for about three years out west in Canada, and we moved. Mm -hmm. We the family we moved back about a year ago, and mm -hmm. since I'm back, I think I have done maybe four investigations with the team in mm -hmm. the past year. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the team has done more investigations, but I just, because I was going to work, going to school, uh, plus with the family and everything, I just didn't have a lot of time to investigate. Mm -hmm. So uh, now that I'm only going to be starting school full time in a couple of weeks, I'm hoping to have a lot more time to investigate with the team now. Mm -hmm. Well, now, now, so you, you're on this team and everything mm -hmm. else like this. Now, see, for a person like myself, this is fascinating. I don't know if there's any teams like that around here. I wish there. I, I oh, I'm sure there are. <laughs> But um, now, how does that work? Now, you have the team and you said you were on like four investigations mm -hmm. with things like that. Now, how, do, how does your team get, uh, what, what do you get, like a call from somebody? And I don't mean to sound stupid, like somebody. Oh, no, it's all right. Hello, it's just the Canadian Research. Uh, Canadian Supernatural Research Society. Yeah, the Research yeah. Society. My name is Fred, and I think I've got a poltergeist or something like that. I mean, you know, or something scary. Or what, is does a call come in that way to people? 
No, we don't actually get phone calls. Um, Katie okay. created a website, and we're also wow. on Facebook. And people just message Katie and say, "Hey, this you know." It, and we don't really advertise; it's just word of mouth. Sure. Um, okay. So, pe- or people are just looking for a paranormal team to go in because you know something is going on and they want answers. So they contact us or other teams wherever they are and say, "Hey, I think I'm having um, paranormal experiences. Could you come over and check it out?" So Katie usually, yeah. So Katie usually books an appointment to meet with the client, and we'll go where the uh, the experiences are happening, and talk with the client. We usually just have two people go and uh, do a little interview, ask exactly what's happening. Can you show us where it's happening? Take down information like what time of day does it happen, and uh, go from there. And uh, then we'll set up a date, and we'll get the team to go, set up mm-hmm. the equipment, and try and figure out what are these people experiencing and and, um if we can we try and help them and so far we've helped pretty much everybody that we've investigated for um we've had some people where the children they were also scared that they were sleeping in the parents room and Mm -hmm. um katie is also a psychic medium so um she would uh we just asked the client after we investigate what do you want us to do do you want to keep these entities here or do Mm -hmm. you want us to help them move on and Mm -hmm. um more more often than not than not even if it's grandma in the house they say no we don't want this in our house at all so we mm. try and tell them to follow the light and if it's something a little more aggressive then we just uh um we sage the house or business or wherever we are and we use holy water as well mm-hmm. and um then we just tell the client to contact us you know keep in touch with us let us know if it's happening because just because we we smudged and cleared the area doesn't mean that they're not going to come back. And we use the example, you know, when you're cleaning, you you, uh, sweep your floor, your floor Mm -hmm. is nice and clean. Well, you're still going to have a little bit of dirt coming in because of people walking in. Sure. So that's kind of the, that's how we explain it to the client. So, you know, just because we, we cleared the house doesn't mean it's going to come back. So uh, sometimes we have to go a couple of times just to smudge, use the holy water, get rid of everything. And, Mm -hmm. um, Clients usually just keep in contact with us and uh, tell us either, no, you need to come back or uh, no, everything's good. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Now, this is for you. Do you mind me asking all these questions? No, go ahead. Yeah, this is what I kind of do for a living. But this is kind of <laughs> no, this is fascinating. I, I, and, I, and I bet you there's a whole uh, boatload of people out there. And by the way, folks, forgive me. I always, I, I, I love to use bad language. I was going to say that I bet there's a whole shitload of people, <laughs> but there's a boatload or shitload of you. There's a whole bunch of you out there. I'm sure that uh, just even talking about this, it, it, it just, it just is so fascinating. Now, when you say that you're going to smudge something, my, um, my impression of that is that means you're going to use like a religious smoke. Yeah, we use sage. Like we burn sage. sage. You burn sage. So mm-hmm. you use sage and you use holy water mm-hmm. and you, you use kind of like folk or other um, shamanistic kind of rituals. Depending things. depending how sticky the uh, the um, the energy is in the location that we're investigating, sometimes mm-hmm. smudging and holy water is all we need. But sometimes Katie, she uses um, those singing bowls. Mm-hmm. Have you ever the him? I think they're called Himalayan singing bowls. I can't that's remember. That's the one where you take the the your, the the water on your finger and you you rub it and it makes a sound. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I had actually never seen one before, and, and uh, Katie used one one time, and I thought, oh, that, I've heard of them, but I've never actually seen them in use. And um, I don't quite fully understand the premise of using that. Something to do about um, each bowl has a different vibration. So mm-hmm. if you can find the right bowl, um, the vibration is supposed to help with the whatever energy that's that's in the area. Um, I have to do a little bit more reading on it because I, I don't fully understand what it's for. It, it, it somehow it affects your central nervous system to be sure, or the entity. Yeah. Because if, you, if any of you who are at home, and if you, you don't want to, well, you can use a wine glass, a crystal glass, and get the same effect mm-hmm. or a similar effect. But if you've never had a set of tuning forks, mm-hmm. uh, that's a pretty miraculous thing, like a piano tuner or something, yeah. real, real a harp, uh, somebody who tunes harps. They'll use uh, tuning forks, very precise. Hit that tuning fork and put it near your ear. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the wild, that pure sound, you'll be you'll be thinking that you've been uh, delving into the uh, bong pipe on some wacky weed because <laughs> the uh, vibrations on your inner ear mm-hmm. uh, certainly play uh, some havoc with your central nervous system. That's for sure. Yeah, sound is a really powerful thing. This oh, is it fascinating, is. man. I love this show so far. If nobody else enjoys it, I'm having a blast. Oh, good. So use smudge pots, singing bowls for more complex things, um, holy water. How about you mentioned you had equipment? Mm-hmm. You know, every time, you know, I've never been a paranormal investigator. I mean, I've done all kinds of investigating as a psychologist and working with people in law enforcement sometimes or other forensic things, but never, um, you know, never doing anything like this. Um do you what kind of what type of equipment do you use? Well, we have uh, of course voice recorders, mm-hmm. so we can collect uh, e oh, not EMF <laughs> EVOs. Uh, oh, jeepers! I'm, my mind's going blank. Um, oh, geez, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, the electric- electromagnetic phenomena. Yes, <laughs> EMF. Yes, yeah. um, because sometimes when you're investigating our ears may not pick up something but the voice recorder will so later on we go and listen to it and and sometimes we'll hear things and it's really fascinating i actually heard my name mentioned once uh, during an investigation and um it was it was really interesting for that particular investigation because i was holding the the uh video camera we also use a video camera Mm -hmm. um i was holding the video camera and something made me look to my left and i thought okay why did i just look left so when Mm -hmm. i'm going over the audio at home at that same moment, because I, when you're going over the audio, you're going in your mind, you're going through the investigation again. Mm-hmm. So at the time that I looked left, I heard a man's voice over my shoulder, and there was no one there. It was just myself and two wow. women in one of the rooms say my full name. Wow. Yeah. Now and I, I perked Sorry. up, let me tell you, when I heard that. Yeah. Now, yeah see, the reason I mentioned that, and I'm, I'm really glad you used that example, because we did a show early on on electronic voice phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is another fascinating kind of thing with, you know, the, the with people recording those things and having background voices and things mm-hmm. like that. Now, Paul has said to me several times, you know, wanting to do certain things. And early on in my life, I would have had no problem doing them. Now, uh, believe it or not, I'm very hesitant about uh, to show you my level of belief in things that I don't know. I mean, you know, I think you're very smart if you can say, I don't know what this is, but it's something. I'm not just yeah. discounting it. I I don't feel comfortable sometimes with entities that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And when you talked about this, like an entity calling your complete name, 
that would make me very, very uncomfortable. Yeah, that night, every investigator on the team had their name mentioned at one point or another, which was really interesting. That's never happened before. Wow. And, yeah. and you actually got this on the recording? Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'd love to hear that sometime or hear it on the show if that was possible. That would be incredible. Yeah, I'll so, have to go back through the files and see if I can find it. <laughs> oh, sure. But, yeah. uh, so so you, have, um, you have equipment like that. Um, you have video cameras, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Other things. Do you have cameras uh, that will, um, you know, t- uh, to uh, record based on temperature changes or anything yes. else like that? Uh, we both, we have two FLIR, um, handheld FLIRs, um, so that gives us uh, temperature. So if um, it, it just shows that it's really, it's really neat because when I first got the FLIR, I had to play around with it because you should always know your equipment and know what it's capable of doing. Right. Because just because you're picking up something like the, the EMF detectors, electromagnetic mm-hmm. force, Mm-hmm. Um, just because the little lights are going off doesn't mean that you have some paranormal activity because it could just mean you have an electric box on the other side of the wall or something. Right. Um, so like I said, just because the lights are going off doesn't mean it's a ghost. Um, so mm-hmm. we try, we look further to see, okay, we're having some kind of a response on the device that we're using. Why? And, um, so the FLIR, when I first got it, um, I would put my hand on the, on the wall and then take mm-hmm. it off and use the FLIR and you could see my handprint and it would stay there for a good five minutes. So mm-hmm. let's say during an investigation, I just finished walking by and I accidentally touched the wall, not thinking. And the member, one of the members would go behind me with the FLIR and see a handprint and say, hey, there's a handprint here. Right. You know, think that, oh, it must have been a ghost. No, it was me who touched the wall. So always see what your equipment is able to do. So I would touch my dog's back. You could see it on the floor, you know, the, the heat signature. It was really fascinating. It's the same um, thing the fire department will use in your house if you had any yep. kind of fire. Yeah. And they'll, yep. they'll, they'll want to chop a hole in your wall and say, well, why? And they'll say, well, because that heat's still going on yep. in there 20 hours later. Exactly. It's a handy yeah. device to have. Yeah, that's uh, amazing stuff. And what not just for investigating. It's just a neat gadget to have. Yeah. What other what other kinds of equipment do you guys use? Uh, cameras, of course. Uh, we have one of our team members, April. She goes around and takes hundreds of photos during each investigation. She just walks around and sees what, what she can pick up. Because sometimes, just like our ears, we're not seeing something, but sometimes the camera will pick something up, um, like a face or something. So she will literally take hundreds of photos, and she does it quietly. I uh, I call her our ninja because you don't know where she's going to show up. You think she's at the other end of the building. Next thing you know, she's behind you and she says something. And it's like, ah, when did mm-hmm. you get there? And but, these uh, are all digital films, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. I'd like to use uh, old-fashioned film sometime. I'll have to dig out my old camera someday mm-hmm. just to see if there's, um, you know, and perhaps take the same pictures of the uh, – the same location that the person taking digital pictures right. are to see if we're going to get anything that um, that would be interesting to try. But I also have uh, it's called a wire finder. My father gave it to me. He's uh, mm-hmm. he was into um, fixing radios uh, with this uh, with a CN for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a hobby as well, he's a ham radio operator. And and um, so he sent he said he doesn't use it anymore. So he sent me this uh, wire finder. So if someone is using an emf detector and the lights are going off well we can't ask the client can we tear down your wall here to find out if you have wires or anything behind here so i just use the wire finder 
And sometimes I don't get a hit, but the EMF is still going off. So you pretty much know something's going on or it's like, no, there's wires back here. So I find that very helpful. Now, do you find that the people that the, the people who call you uh, feel better when you come in with all the equipment as well as smudge pots and holy water? And oh, things like for that? sure. Because, it, you know, it's like uh, it's really funny if, if you're a psychologist and you, you see somebody and you're in a pair of jeans and, uh, you know, uh, an open shirt and everything else like that. You know, people feel very relaxed mm-hmm. if, if, if you're doing some very um, intense testing or evaluation, lots of times it's a lot better, to, you know, to, to come in with uh, as professionally dressed as you can. Or, you know, if, if you were in a hospital setting, even like with a white, like a medical coach, you know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? Because yes. it's, it's more believable. It's like, you, you know, uh, it, it's, it, it just puts people's minds at ease. Do you, now, is, is that pretty much the equipment that you use? No, we have more. We have, um, oh, we have so many pieces of equipment. I can't even think of what we have now. Mm-hmm. Um, REM pods. Um, there's this, oh, it's, it's really cool. This one piece of equipment that we have. Um, so there's little, little, I'm going to try and, and I don't want to use the word dumb it down, but I'll try and explain it as best as I can. So, cause people who, who don't know about the equipment just don't know. Well, dumb it down um, for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So it's this little gadget that has little lights on it. And if you touch it, it's going to beep and it's going to set off some lights. So when Mm -hmm. you don't touch it, it's quiet. Mm -hmm. So if it's sitting in the middle of the room and all of a sudden it goes off, something interrupted the force field around the piece of equipment and, and we don't see it. So chances are it's some kind of an entity that, you know, it could be a ghost so chances are we got a paranormal entity that just commu- tried to communicate with us, tried to grab our attention. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, if nothing touches it, it doesn't. It's just quiet. Mm-hmm. So, so you have to physically touch it. Mm-hmm, you have to physically touch it. So when it's sitting in the middle of a room and it goes off, and you look around, and there's nobody around. It's like, wow, this is pretty amazing. Sounds like a puppy to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just a little levity. That's a little paranormal levity. <laughs> no, that's very fascinating. So that so the point with this, uh, you know, I didn't know there was such a thing. Yep. If this thing goes off, you're saying we can't see it, but the the device can feel it. It can. Mm-hmm. It, it's conscious of it. Yes. So, hey, man, that's amazing. What else do you have? I also uh, have motion sensors, motion detectors. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can just get it at any. You know, you could get it at Walmart. Uh, mm-hmm. which is very handy. The first time that I saw it being used, we were doing an investigation and we set it in the basement. Now, because it was the first time we used it, hindsight now, we didn't have a camera to go with it. So we should have had we should have had a digital camera recording at the same time because we would either be upstairs or because it was set in the basement. We would either be upstairs or set way at the other end of the of the of the uh, basement. And uh, you have these little um, remotes. So if it goes off, you can deactivate it. Um, on it. On it, it says arm and de-arm. So mm-hmm. uh, we'd be at the other end and it would go off. Mm-hmm. No animals, no pets in the house at all. They would just go off. So wow. that was pretty, pretty amazing. And then after the investigation, we thought, oh, we should have put a camera there to see if we could pick mm-hmm. something up. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was the first time we used it. But I'd, I'd like to be able to try. Uh, I've never tried this before. A compass. Some paranormal investigators like to use compasses as well. Because of electromagnetism. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And to see the compass start spinning or something. Yeah. Like that, changing directions. Yeah, yeah. That would be pretty interesting. Yeah. And we also have what's called an ovulus. Um, ovulus. It's this device where you pre-program uh, 3,000 words in it or some or more. It depends on which which style that you get. Um, you pre-program it with a with a bunch of words. And the idea is an entity will try and speak through that device. Gotcha. I knew you were going to go there with that. Yeah. Yeah. So it so was they'll be ovulating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. I could, you set me up for that one. I couldn't resist, folks. I'm sorry. But Yes. But uh, Yeah. So one investigation we did, there had been a house fire. And they did all their renovations. Everything was back to normal. But we, as investigators, didn't know where the fire had started. And we had the ovulus turned on. And apparently, uh, the wife's mother and the husband's father were there in in the house, uh, no longer with us. It had passed. Mm -hmm. And so we were speaking to them. And we were asking about the fire. And it said, wires, kitchen, and then we looked at the uh, the clients, and they said, "Yeah, it was the uh, oh, it was the wires, and it was in the kitchen that the fire started." So and we thought, dev- "Wow!" And this and this device just has words in it. You don't touch yes. it, you're not typing into it or anything nope. else like that. So these nope. words come out randomly. Yes. Now, didn't that scare the living bejesus out of you when something like that happened? No, it's so fascinating. Well, I mean, that's fascinating too, but that yeah. that's, that's wild, man. It's almost. I mean, it's almost the way that I like to explain it. It's almost like, you know, there used to be, at least here in Canada, there used to be these TV shows where you could watch actual surgeries being performed. Mm-hmm. And at first it's just like, oh, how can we watch this? But after a while, the fascination kicks in and you're like, wow, look at that. And it's oh, not gross. And it's not gross yeah. anymore. It's kind of yeah. like that with, with the paranormal. When you, when you get a reply like that, you're just so fascinated and excited. And oh, we do get, we do get frightened. Don't get me wrong. But that, um, that's what I wanted to ask you, because uh, and you've got, you know, our show usually goes for 30 minutes. But if you don't mind, can you go a little bit longer with oh, us? I, sure, I can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I, and will you come back another time to talk some of more? About course. This? Yes, I'd love to. Because I definitely want to I, I want to pursue this a little bit more and a lot a lot of other things that I know that you're into. I know that you're a big fan of. Um, uh, cryptids or uh, crypto yep. cryptids, uh, yep. cryptozoology yes cryptozoology and that's mm-hmm. fascinating it's stuff mouthful. it's cutting into your exercise time it's stabbing you in the back nine and it's attacking your peace of mind it's pain and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live cbd medic targets your pain at its source it's fast-acting relief with active otc ingredients plus the added benefits of thc-free hemp oil Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. <laughs> Whatever. But... You know, you just said that, wow, you got fascinated or that would be spooky or whatever. How many times has this happened, let's say, with the uh, ovulus or something like that, that you've gotten uh, a response that is connected to the event? Oh, more often than not. Um, 
Yeah, at least with us. Some people don't like using the device because they don't get very much, they don't get anything out of it. They, and the way that I like to explain it is some people, for whatever reason, uh, I think it's Katie, there's one team member that if she is holding the device, we get nothing of it. And mm -hmm. another person will be holding it and it won't shut up. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's almost like when you see a, a stray a stray cat, some people it'll go up to and some people it won't. So mm -hmm. that's kind of how I explain it with uh, with the paranormal, because some people that uh, they're very um, uh, the entities are very attracted to them and they want to talk to them. And other people, the entities don't want to talk to them, so they they won't for whatever yeah. reason. You know, I totally agree with that. And I think there's a scientific basis for that. And if and it has to do with sensation and perception. Mm -hmm. And that's that's all you're describing. And you're describing differences in sensation and perception and differences in levels of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just like uh, I'm going to be able to go to sleep because noise doesn't bother me. And you're going to be up all night long because the lightest sound you hear like a like somebody beating a drum. That's me. My husband is in it. my husband just before he hits the pillow, he's out and I'm laying there watching him snore and I want to put a pillow over his face. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, because, yeah, every little sound wakes me up. You, you know, what's fascinating, too, when I asked you what the frequency of these things coming about, I took in graduate school a uh, seminar on extrasensory perception. Mm -hmm. And the uh, professor who came from Duke University, which is world famous in the United mm -hmm. States. Uh, this uh, was a guy, Rex Stanford. He's still around and check him out. And the there was only two non-PhDs in the classroom. It was myself and a graduate assistant. I was in graduate school. The other 15 people in the seminar were all heads of departments and all very distinguished uh, professors mm -hmm. in a variety of fields. And it was never an issue as to the legitimacy of extrasensory perception. And uh, when I talk about, you know, you know, sensation and perception, these guys were primarily dealing in mathematics with this kind of stuff by looking hmm. at the odds, by saying, hey, man, you know, if you could get like a coin, like even flipping a coin, mm -hmm. there are people who can influence the flipping of a coin randomly. That's the big stuff, man. Yeah, it's fascinating. Because it changes odds that, that are impossible to change. Now, my point, where, where am I going with this? When you put 3,000 words in an ovulus and you can get sensible things that like, like say, like, how did the fire start? And somebody says, wire wall. Mm -hmm. What are the odds of that happening? Exactly. It's, you know, it's, that's what you, that's what you have to look at. If you, if you don't have any way of manipulating that, if you don't have, you know, if your hands are off the device, if it's not programmable and, it, you know, like, what are the odds of that happening? And that's how scientists look at these things. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at them as like empirical information, you're not looking to discount them. You're not looking to, to, to confirm them. You're just looking at them for what they are. And when you tell me stuff like that, that to me is like really fascinating stuff. And to me, I, I don't know how people are going to respond to the show. I hope this is a fascinating show. I hope so, too. Because just listening to this is fascinating. It's like the show we did last week on witches. Yeah. Holy Jesus. I didn't know that those that. that I'm not talking about people saying they're a witch. I'm talking about people being executed mm -hmm. in fairly sophisticated countries. Yeah. So this is kind of the same thing with people when they're going and doing paranormal investigations. I'm sure you've got kooky people going out and do that. Like you have kooky professors and kooky doctors 
and could be teachers. And then you have other people going out and doing it very serious like yourself. Yeah. Oh, now, we, we, all, we also have fun. We laugh a lot, but yeah, yeah. We, uh, we take it seriously. Yeah. Now, did you, is there any training that you go through to do this or is it just hands-on stuff and you guys figure this out by yourself? Are there any protocols that you have? Uh, It's, it's uh, pretty much learn as you go. Uh, Katie, when she started it, she had done some investigating before, so she already knew a little bit. So um, there are some people, reputable people um, who actually give classes now which yeah. I find is an amazing idea because some people really don't, I don't want to bash the TV shows, but mm-hmm. the TV shows are there for entertainment and yes. every minute, pretty much they're getting some kind of a response. It's not always like that. You could be sitting in a room for hours and you're not getting anything. Absolutely. You might get, you might get a little bit of evidence, but it's not like on the TV shows because they don't show you the boring parts. Um, the exciting parts don't show you anything either because I don't see anything happen. All I have is a lot of music. And so he's like, there it is. I told you it was there. And like, yeah, there. And yeah, or, or, but I or did not see anything. Or they'll say, did you see that? No, because the camera was on you. <laughs> so because I saw nothing. nothing there. That's why yeah. you can see it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. What oh, was I'm I saying? Sorry. Oh, it's okay. But I asked you about training. So Oh, right, right. You, you probably get some kind of investigation training. Uh, we didn't. Well, we um, the first investigation that we did as a team, uh, one of the team members knew this elderly gentleman who was 94 at the time. And mm-hmm. we kind of cut our teeth on uh, as a team for our first investigation there at that location. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just kind of learn as you go. But um, some people, like I said, I really like the thought of giving classes and you have to look into who's given the class to to make sure they're reputable because you don't want somebody just taking your money and, and teaching you crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like that with some paranormal teams. They will actually charge. We do not. The majority of paranormal teams do not charge because we're in it because we want to help people. We want to get the evidence. Right. And some people are in it for the money. Um, so try and look into the investigative teams before you actually ask them to come into your homes because you really don't know. You, you have these strangers coming into your homes. You know, mm-hmm. um, so you have to be careful who who you're inviting in. Uh, mm-hmm. We we have forms that we we get people to sign. You know, um, we ask them questions like, are there is there anything in your in this location that could harm us? You know, mm-hmm. uh, firearms or whatever. You know, um, mm-hmm. and we just it's just a little waiver to protect everybody, the client as well as the team. So mm-hmm. these these uh, classes will teach you that. They'll teach you. What exactly are all the pieces of, of equipment that are the most popular to use? Some of them aren't, aren't as popular. Um, some people use dosing rods, for example. Not everybody mm-hmm. does. So the, these classes, they teach you the, the equipment. They teach you how to use it. They teach you how to be respectful with your client, no mm-hmm. matter what. Because we've been into some locations that were pretty – we always bring indoor shoes because some houses are immaculate. In other houses, it's like, oh, I need a hazmat suit. You see, I was going to ask you about that. And can, mm-hmm. uh, can I just ask you to hold for one second? I'm of course. Because my puppy is outside my door. <laughs> we keep a lid on, Bernie. Oh, Bernie, you're in there by yourself. <laughs> I wonder why. He's rolling a big bowl around. Bernie, <laughs> I wanted to leave this. I never edit the shows because I don't think it's ever needed. And I want people to hear that. Yeah. That's my 
That's my little puppy, Bernie Sanders. Oh, that's his name for real, Bernie Sanders. That's nice. <laughs> He's in the one percent. See, that's a little personal joke there. But that's fascinating. I was going to ask you. Now, you know, the show, we're going to have to have another one with more of the tribulations and some of the cases here, but we still have some time if you're if you're OK with it. What, what are the you mentioned when you come into somebody's house when it's nice? What are some of the tribulations when you go into somebody's house? What are some of the difficulties? Do you meet people that scare the bejesus out of you? Uh, it hasn't happened yet. I'm sure it's happened to other teams. Um but to us, it hasn't happened yet. Usually they're the ones that are more afraid because they're experiencing something, uh, whether it's real or not. They are experiencing something that is very real to them. And they want to have someone going in to say, yeah, something is going on. You're not crazy. Uh, so sometimes just teams going in is is going to help people because it can be very psychologically, it can really wreak havoc on on people when they know that they're experiencing something and, and no one believes them. Sure. And you also can't sleep. You can't be at ease mm -hmm. or anything else like that. And for people who don't know that sleep is a restorative process. Yes. Mm -hmm. And when you're not sleeping, whether you're feeling sick or you're scared to death, mm -hmm. a man, oh man, uh, you know, one of the stories I did on this show was my own personal story about the, uh, I, you know, the, uh, the intruder that uh, yes. I don't know, in Georgia, I'm not kidding you, man. I had a policeman scared to death with me. Saying, I know. Then I said, I sure am. And he said, would you go in here with me? Yeah. <laughs> I had to go to sleep every night. They never found this son of a bitch. Wow. And, uh, my wife and I had to take dressers and brace it up against the drawer, the door. That was amazing. Yeah. I, I, and I couldn't make this up like you didn't make up the hat man, you know, mm -hmm. and I would go out and walk my dog with a Colt Python 357 Magnum. Mm -hmm. And a thirty-eight Ruger Blackhawk in in the in my lower back. Wow! Behind me, I mean, I I used to walk my dog with two guns on mm. me. That's scary stuff. It is. So, and if you think that you've got uh, some other crazy thing in the house going on, and you're just an average person, and and, and you know you got something doing you know wild stuff, it's a very terrifying experience. It is, uh, you know, whether people believe you or not, particularly when you know what's happening. Now, what kind of things when you go in there, Kat, what are some of the common things that people, you know, you know, what what are some of the common things that are scaring the crap out of them in their houses that they want relief with? Uh, they hear sounds. Closet doors are opening. Um, you know, mm -hmm. toys are being moved if they have children. Um, just fair, smells, voices that, you know, when there should not be anybody else there. Um, it's, it's it can be very traumatizing. And if like we we're talking about lack of sleep with your lack of sleep, your imagination's going to kick in. And even though you're having legit paranormal experiences, you might start hallucinating because you have lack of sleep because you're so freaked out. Mm -hmm. And that's not helping you either. That's a, what a very good point. And see that that's and, and I'm glad people are listening to this because you see to, to see that people who are throwing in common sense. And practical investigative, uh, you know, techniques into things mm -hmm. that you've learned and saying, yeah, just because you might be seeing something erroneous now that you're all jacked up. Yeah. Doesn't mean that what you saw the first time wasn't real. Mm -hmm. You know, any, any little thing will set you off because you're on edge. Lack yes. of sleep. You know, it's 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 it can be really we've I've heard of people, um, you know, uh, relationships being destroyed because somebody's having, uh, you know, one of the spouses is having experience and the other spouse doesn't believe them. And the other one is trying, you know, and it can be, 
uh, we actually had a client where they had to sedate their children and they all slept in the same bedrooms because of the activity that was going on in the house. So now what um, activity was going on in the house, if you can remember? Yeah, um, closet doors being opened. Oh, let's see. Um, I think there were scratches. Uh, children were being harmed. Uh, the children could hear voices in their bedrooms. Um, the mother said at one point one of the children um, wanted to harm herself, but the child doesn't remember. Uh, <laughs> it's just, um, and this was very interesting. When we went in just to do the the interview, we were actually doing a mini investigation because we were actually getting responses while we're doing the interview. And we thought, wow, this is a really active house. And some places, as soon as you walk in, you can, you can sense certain rooms. It's like, yeah, this, I like to go in cold. I don't want to know too much about what's going on. So when I walk in, I can say, okay, this is the room, isn't it? And then the client will say yes. Or I'll say, no, this one doesn't feel off. And they said, no, we don't get anything here. So mm -hmm. I like to go in cold. Um, but obviously a couple of team members have to know what's going on, but, um, no, that, that, uh, one investigation was, um, was, or the interview rather was pretty fascinating. We, uh, we wound up being there most of the night, just doing a little investigation. And then we brought the team back later and, uh, we're able to get rid of whatever was there. And, um, the children were no longer sedated. They were able to sleep in their own rooms again. Um, the dogs, they had a couple of dogs that would, uh, bark at nothing. Uh, so that's usually a, another warning sign when the animals are looking at something or reacting to something that, you know, you're like, well, what are you looking at? There's nothing there, silly dog or cat, whatever. Uh, but the animals actually can see what we can't. Oh, yes. And there's powers of smell and feel, mm -hmm. ear gnomes, and all, all those kinds of things like that. You can that. hear things, too. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the whole different uh, primitive set of or primal set of reflexive behaviors that are there for their protection. Mm -hmm. or anything else like that that's really good stuff now when you're when you've been there with some of these um you know uh, investigations and you said you were there at night or something have you ever spent the night no with people do you have a set time that you leave have you ever has the, would the team spent would the team let the family sleep and like stay there till four o'clock in the morning or something like that if they had to um, generally, like for that, the one that had the family, they usually take the children, like a family or friend, or family or friends will uh, take the children while uh, one of the parents will be with us doing the investigation. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but we haven't we haven't gone overnight, and we don't have a specific time. We just go until we don't we're, until we're not getting any more evidence. Um, no activity. So sometimes it'll be really really active. We're getting EMF readings we're getting yeah you know uh things coming up on the um on um oh jeepers the uh, voice recorder mm -hmm. um if we're getting lots of hits we're going to stay there until it subsides so um once after about an hour or so of not getting anything if it's very very quiet then we're going to go have you have you ever had to leave a place uh, that that creeped you out when you left that it, that uh you felt things were really intense or you were concerned about the people there? Uh, there was one time after I left, the team went. Um, I can't remember what the situation was, but I do remember that they were they were pretty, uh, pretty freaked out. And I said, oh, geez, of course, I have to be at the other end of the country <laughs> and you guys get a good one. Uh, but they were able to help that 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 family. But I, I just don't remember what it was because I wasn't there. Right. 
Right. So, so when is the next time you're going to meet with your group? Um, well, we chat quite a few times uh, during the week, you know, via Facebook and all that. But uh, I think our next investigation is due at the end of September. I don't know what the particulars are yet. Um, usually as it gets closer, we start talking a little bit more about where we're going and, and everything. So, Gee, you know, I'm going to give you a crazy request that sounds only I would do all these things. <laughs> I would love it if you ever, guys ever met at a, a live meeting. Mm-hmm. If it would only take one phone for Skype. Yeah. I would love to, to talk to the group and yourself. Yeah, we could would, do that. They, do you think they'd be up for something like yeah. that? I'll talk to Katie about it and see what we can what we can arrange. Boy, that would be fascinating. And yeah. You know, our, the, our show is heard all over the world. So, you, you know, yeah. you, you might get, uh, you know, a call from someone in the Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm definitely not going there, folks. I don't care what it is. I'm not. Do you know, I actually had a dear friend, by the way, who just got back from Transylvania. Really? Yes. Did I really say Transylvania? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> it's not Transylvania, folks. It's Transylvania. <laughs> and man, it looks just as crazy as it does in the vampire pictures. Wow. Yeah, it was really in Transylvania. It's cutting into your exercise time. <clears throat> it's stabbing you in the back nine. <clears throat> And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue. Keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Actual speed vary and not guaranteed. And uh, I said, and they had a couple of weird experiences. I don't mean like paranormal. I mean like experiences where they got ripped off from people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Transylvanians are into, like, uh, you know, like taking you on long cab rides. <laughs> <laughs> And then they just drop you off here. They <laughs> find your way back. And, yeah. and, and you're hearing, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. But uh, that's wild. That's wild stuff. Hey, tell me quickly if, if I could steal you for a, a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't know about you. I could talk to you for four more hours. <laughs> yeah. Have, have, I, have I abused you here? by? Oh, God, no. You're not bored yet, are you? No. Uh, this is why I started a podcast, because I love the paranormal. I love talking to people. So like my husband said, it's a no-brainer. Why don't you put them together? And I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> and, and you see, we don't have any prepared questions or anything. Didn't I tell you it would be a great show? Yeah. yeah. This, this is just, I don't know whether you think it's great. To me, this, I do. When I, my, when I have my friends over, or I consider you a dear friend now, and everything else like that as a podcaster, and I respect you so much. Thank you. I feel uh, the same. Oh, well, thank you. And I really mean that. Uh, I, if we were at home, I'd be saying, hey, do you want a coffee? Do you want a beer, yeah. a glass of wine or something? Yeah. I'd be asking the same damn questions. Yeah. And that's what I hope that uh, I know your show does that. That's what I hope we bring the, the listening audience. This is this is the great thing about podcasting. This is great if, you, if you're not taken with yourself and you, you just want to be authentic. You're mm-hmm. very authentic. I hope that I am. And I hope that you guys appreciate this. So in that spirit, I want to ask you, what's, what's one of the... Um, weirdest things that's happened to you other than that voice as a paranormal uh, investigator so far 
doesn't have to be the top story, but if you want to give a top story, it can be. Yeah, this one I've spoken to um, on other shows as well. We were doing an investigation. We were investigating a business, and we were just setting up. Um, we hadn't even started investigating yet. So my job for that investigation was setting up the cameras. So I had the cables, and we're going to figure out where we're going to place the cameras. And um, all of a sudden, I just had this really weird feeling. So Katie, being a psychic medium, comes up to me. And she looks at me and I'm looking at her wide eyed. She goes, are you OK? And I shook my head. No. And she sounded like she was way down at the other end of the hall. Like I could hardly hear her. It's like it felt like something was trying to push me out of my own body. And she says something tried to go through you. And I shook my head. Yes. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I like to keep selenite on me. Um, that's good for it's It's a crystal. It's It keeps negative. It, it keeps negativity away. And I hadn't even I usually keep it in my pocket. And um, I hadn't even put it in my pocket yet because we're just setting up. She says, you need to get your selenite. You need to get it now. I just dropped the cables at my feet. Didn't even think of what I was doing. I just went right for my case. And I usually have three pieces of uh, selenite. And I usually just keep one in my pocket. Well, I grabbed all three pieces. And then I just walked around and saying, you know, uh, out loud, if you're trying to communicate with me, that's not the way to do it. You're not to touch me or any other members of the party here. Um we have these devices that we're going to try and communicate to you with. This is what you will use. You will not try and communicate through us. It's not allowed. I yeah. will not, I will not allow it. So I had, you know, shields up, you know, and I'm um, calling on all my ancestors and my, my mom who passed away several years ago and, and just saying, you know, I need all the strength and I needed all my will and concentration to keep whatever that was at bay. Now it might not have been malicious, but I wasn't cool with trying to be used as a device to communicate with. And it's like, no, this isn't going to happen. So when we started the investigation, they were down in the basement and they said, are you coming? And I said, no. And they said, are you afraid? I'm like, no, it was um, a dirt floor. Uh, there used to be a well in the basement. It was such mm -hmm. an old building and there's spiders there. And I don't like spiders. <laughs> so I just stayed on the main floor and I was just looking at the video cameras, watching all the team members um, mm. looking for orbs or whatever. And when they all came up from the basement, the couple of them came up to me and said, do I have any spiders on my back? And I was wiping, you know, cobwebs and stuff off them. I'm like, that's why I didn't want to go down there. Mm -hmm. But um, no, at the end of the investigation, Katie said, where did you go? And I said, I don't know. Something was trying to push me. And she says, yeah, I, I saw it try to go in and just kept on going. It just went through. And I said, yeah, as soon as I felt it, I'm like, oh, hell no, this is not going to happen. And um, I didn't let it. So that was, to me, the most intense anything that ever happened during any investigation for me. It hasn't happened before and it hasn't happened since, thankfully, because I don't want that happening again. Yeah, that would uh, that would certainly be a, a, a very overwhelming experience. That would that would certainly rock your world yep. uh, for a lot of different people. Uh, I, 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 could, I couldn't even speak when she was speaking to me. All I could do is nod my head because I'm trying to use my will, like like the way that I explain, the, the, describe it is I was trying to put my shields up, right? I envision white light around me from within pushing out. So, you know, you're, nothing's coming in. So I was trying to envision that and I, I just I needed all the concentration that I could muster so I didn't speak I just was nodding my head trying to answer her questions and yeah so that that was a very interesting night wild stuff and uh, we are really out of time and already I, yeah so uh, I'm I'm heartbroken 
on that because <laughs> it's a, a great show. I've got about 10,000 more questions for you. And well, we can uh, do it again. Uh, you, please and thank you. I mean, yeah. you're just doing me a, the biggest favor. I'd like to continue this and getting to get into some more things uh, with you on this and, uh, you know, other topics and issues. You're a great co-host. You're a great thank guest. You. Excuse me. And, uh, I, I couldn't have flowed nicer and and been more informative. I just want to say to the audience again, I hope you've learned a ton tonight. Uh, I certainly have. And uh, this not only gave an overview, it had a little dumbing down for people like myself who don't understand certain parts of the paranormal. It had uh, a little bit of science. It had a little bit of uh, the paranormal and uh, a little bit of the paranormal science. The uh, wore a lot of that, and it was very, very authentic, very compelling, uh, very compelling. And the, the the presentation, the style is what, what you'd call robust. It hmm. was very strong, very strong for me. If I was, if I didn't know you, and I was a an investigator or a psychologist, and I was just talking to you as a family member, and I said, "This woman, you know, talks about the paranormal," I would say, "Well, she looks like a a very reliable." you know, observer and reporter to me. I mean, you Thank know, you. Oh no, there's, that's just very obvious. As and much I, as I, as much of a, I'm, I'm a believer in the paranormal, but I'm a huge skeptic as well. Just because I see something, it doesn't mean I'm not going to ask questions. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Matter, I do that with, with yeah. psychology and science. I call it, you know, my just thinking show, I call it the no psychobabble zone <laughs> because people present stuff as fact and, and, and it's a bunch of bull, but all that aside, you were just great uh, this evening, and uh, we, sadly, we have to, to wrap uh, this part up, but we, we have a couple of minutes, and, and that's to, for you to let people know what, are you, you know what are your shows, how can they reach you, or, or anything else like that. Yeah, uh, it's Paranormal Heart, and I primarily release it on Podbean the last Sunday of every month at about 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, and after I release it on Podbean, that's P-O-D as in Delta, B as in Bravo, E-A-N, Podbean. And um, it also gets released on uh, YouTube. I have a YouTube channel also called Paranormal Heart. And um, I'm on IamDarkWaters.com on the last Sunday of the month at 6 p.m. Uh, Stitcher, oh, Spotify. Um, I'm in a lot of spots pretty much wherever you can listen to podcasts. Fantastic. Do you have anything? Uh, you know, you have a show tomorrow that you're doing with uh, Steve. Yeah. Do you yes. have? Do you do you want to plug that one again? Sure. I to be honest, I don't remember the name of the show because he's doing the same thing. Someone, um, um, oh, what is his name? Dezombified, I think is the gentleman's name. He has a show and he's not able to do it for a week, so he asked Steve to step in to be host. And Steve asked me to talk about my Hatman experience. Um, and I accept it and it'll be live at 10 o'clock tomorrow Eastern. I'm not really sure where. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, fantastic. Any, anything else that, you, that you'd like to uh, let, the, let the listening audience know about? Just if you've had paranormal experiences, uh, drop me an email if you want to talk about it. Um, I'm, I'm looking for anybody. It doesn't matter if it's ghosts, UFOs, cryptids like Bigfoot, um, and you want to talk about it. I will listen. So drop me an email at paranormalheart13 at gmail.com and uh, we'll chat and um, like to have you on my show. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And thank you again. Uh, and for those of you who might be listening for the first time or you know, to the people under the stairs, and uh, even if you're not, 
and uh, you've listened before. <clears throat> I'm, my name is Stan Wanglin, and I've got a couple of other shows. <clears throat> One is Your Daily Awakening, and then uh, you, can, you can catch that on all the, the platforms that are out there. It's on you know iTunes, everything imaginable. And my primary show, which is called Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin, and uh, that's on usually four to five times a week, uh, sometimes more when uh, Perry White, that's the member Superman's boss, I call it. My producer gets crazy. He says, would you stop giving me more special editions? <laughs> so uh, I'm always putting a show out on uh, one thing or another. And uh, I do have to to, to give a, a, a plug that we've been hitting the charts a lot lately, uh, which is a really big deal in the podcasting world. It's very, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of podcasters. And uh, for the third time, I've broken into the North American market. And now uh, I have a show ranking... Uh, 1142 now to put that in perspective that's out of over 700,000 podcasts good so yeah i was uh, really tickled with that uh just thinking is number 45 ranked in austria nice and, yeah and, and we were 12 in russia and we've been in the netherlands uh, uh you know i think 33 uh it, in, for, I had no idea this was kind of like a, a magic number of uh, in um, with iTunes of fifteen hundred. If you break that, that's kind of an important thing. Hmm. Get that little thing. And last uh, a couple of weeks ago, I hit fourteen forty two. I was tickled pink, and I nice. Three, no, I, I went up three or four hundred points in the rank. So pretty soon, I'll be like eight thousand or something. <laughs> no, but it's the, it. The reason I'm mentioning that is uh, it's a lot of validity to shows like this. Cat's uh, show is wonderful. I hope this is a great show for you or just thinking or your daily awakening, which is more of a, an uplifting show for you. Uh, it's just for five minutes every day uh, that comes out there. Everything can't be the paranormal or my spins on just thinking and things like that. Uh, it's a wonderful opportunity for people to, to kind of be themselves and get to meet you, the listening audience out there. And you get a great chance to meet really wonderful people like Kat and Steve and Dixie and all the other folks that she'll introduce you to that, that, that I don't even know uh, that well. But when I've listened to them or spoken to them, they've been just wonderful people. So give it a listen if you like to uh, hear some different things and like to be entertained and like to think about uh, life with some different possibilities. And uh, my special thanks to you again. You were just wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. I, I'm just tickle pink that you're on the show. And if anybody wants to reach me for any reason at all, you know, I've yet to have a complaint. And I can't believe that because I'm such an aggravating guy. <laughs> no, uh, you're but not. You can, but you can get me at swanglund, S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. Uh, and I would love to hear from you on anything on, you know, people under the stairs, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, I just have to send out a special uh, big Paul. Satan says hello. <laughs> it's, it can't be a people under the stairs show without Paul getting Satan into the damn act. <laughs> so with that, I'm going to say goodbye and God bless to everybody. And uh, thanks again. And I know we're going to be hearing more from Kat and some of these other interesting cats who are out there because they are some smart rascals and they've got some great, great info for us. So I'm just going to sign off then now. Okay. Take care. Okay, folks. Take care. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of The People Under the Stairs. If you would like to reach out to the host of this show, please feel free to email Paul at nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. That's nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. And if you would like to reach out to Stan, please feel free to go over to his Twitter page and give him a follow at S. Wangland. That's at S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D. Or feel free to email him at swangland at gmail.com. That's at swangland at gmail.com. And please continue to check out all the new episodes of The People Under the Stairs every Wednesday and every Sunday on the Reality Check Podcast Network. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue. Keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Actual speed vary and not guaranteed. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at... Is Khabib Namaga-Madoff versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets.